Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka and I welcome you to my channel. I'm so grateful as always that you guys are supporting me by messaging me, commenting me, or you know, just sending your energy in general. I really, really love it. In this video, I wanted to speak to you guys about how I've noticed this tendency in INFJs. And I know it's because of our past traumas, our past experiences with human beings in general, or in life experiences in general. 
But I'm noticing that this is not a healthy way of living in the world, and it's one of our negative traits. And of course, I want to present all of the factors of being an INFJ, not just the positive ones, but the negative ones as well, which are obviously as many as the positive ones. And this is one of the major things I notice among INFJs, and especially within myself, that I'm really trying to rectify. And it has to do with the fact that I live in constant fear and I'm closed off to the world in general, mostly. I'm in constant fear of the world, of mankind, of humanity, of people, and I'm constantly living in the shadow of my fear, and I'm constantly trying to stay closed off the world because of this fear, right? Now, I'm not saying that this is not a positive trait in some ways, because obviously it protects our empathy and protects our highly sensitive nature, and it protects us from the lot of negative things that are happening in the world, toxic stuff that happens around us all the time. There is a lot of toxicity in the people and in the situations around us. So I'm not saying that this is always a bad trait. But I'm noticing that even though, you know, because I have kind of created this habit of always closing myself off and of being fearful of the world, even when I'm in a situation where it's safe, to open myself up, to be around the people, to explore ideas with them, to not be fearful, even though the possibility is there and I can do it, because I've built up this habit for so long, this habit of closing myself off and of being fearful, of fear being my default mode, that even if the situation kind of calls for it, that, you know, yeah, you can be yourself here, it's fine, there are people around you, you're safe, and you can do whatever you want to do, even then I have this fear inside me that holds me back, pulls me back within myself, and then I close myself off and I run away, even though the situation was safe. And no matter how much I'm trying to work on myself, I noticed this come up over and over again. And I thought if it's coming up for me, and I do so much work on myself, then it's probably coming up for you guys as well. Right, Because, I mean, this is a pretty typical thing that INFJs do. And I really do not like it. I don't like it because that means I'm closing myself off not only to, obviously, negative experiences, which is fine, but also to the positive experiences. All of these positive things that could have happened to me, these positive friendships or relationships or experiences that I could have built into my life and into myself, I miss out on them. Because I'm hiding in my room, hiding in the corner, hiding from the world, and being fearful of the world. Right? I don't want to do that anymore. I also don't want you guys to do that anymore. Right? It's easy to say, yeah, just open yourself up. But this is not what I want you to go do, guys to do either. Because I don't want you guys just to be walking around with an open heart all over the place. And then someone comes in and hurts you. And then you're like, well, it's Boom's fault. <laughs> She told me to be open, and I was open, and, you know, I got hurt. Now, I'm not saying that you're never going to get hurt if you are if you open yourself up even in a positive experience or a positive environment, but I'm saying that we need to learn the difference. We need to learn the difference between the two. And I think what happens to us is that we realize that it's better just to go in with the idea or go in with the, with the, the suggestion that every experience or every environment is negative. Right? So we kind of go in this, with this idea that every environment or every person that we meet is, is harmful or distrust, mistrustful or uh, we need to hide from them or fear them. We've realized that that's the best way to do it. You know, guilty until proven innocent. 
And I want us to be like, all right, how about we try innocent until proven guilty, right? How about we try to see, okay, go into a situation. For example, you're going into a new workshop and you've never been to it before. You don't know what the, the person who runs it is like, but you think the idea is nice and you want to learn from them. You go into the workshop, you sit down, there's a bunch of people around you. My instinct in this situation would be to close myself off and hide from them and, and not actually interact with anyone. But you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to open myself up first, right? I'm going to open myself up first, see and gauge who everyone is all about and see how everyone is around me, see how the organizer of the workshop is like, learn about them, grow from that. And then if something happens that causes me to have this instinct that, all right, okay, it's time to close yourself off again because there's something negative in the atmosphere or negative in the people around you or something might hurt you in this moment, then you close yourself off, right? As I said, our instinct is to go in, close ourselves off or go in closed off and never open ourselves up again because we know that we might get hurt. My idea or my suggestion and what I've been trying is to go out and go into these things with an open heart and open mind. And then if something does come up that causes you to feel like, all right, cool, my gut is saying there's something dangerous in my environment or this person is not really exactly the kind of person I want to hang out with, then you close yourself off. And of course, this means that you need to learn how to open and close yourself off, right? A lot of it can be, can be done physically. So your shoulders are back, your heart is open, physically you're opening yourself up. We have a tendency to slouch and close ourselves off. That's the reason, that's one of the main ways, physical ways we close ourselves off. So, you know, we, we hide. Uh, we can open ourselves up physically by opening our body up. But also it's just an instinctual or a mental or energetic thing where you're like, all right, I'm not going to judge the person in front of me. I'm going to stay open to who they are and open to the experience. And this is a very energetic thing. You can do it just mentally visualizing it or thinking about it or dreaming or imagining it. But also you can also do it in a way where you're like, if someone says something, our instinct is always to negate it in our head at least. We're like, no, that doesn't make any sense. He's an idiot. Or, or if something comes up, we're like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm going to hide from the world. I'm... So instead of saying no all the time, you can also say yes to a lot of these things, right? And saying yes is opening yourself up as well, right? As I said, Yes, you should definitely learn to say no as much as possible to protect yourself. But also don't don't just say no all the time, right? Don't just say no, 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 no all the time. Learn how to say yes as well. And that's again opening ourselves up physically, energetically, mentally, spiritually, and being open to all of these different things that are coming our way. You know, it's very easy to close yourself off and be like, all right, everyone's guilty until they're proven innocent. And they're never going to be proven innocent because I'm never going to give them the chance right? That's how we behave. But what you can do is like, all right, cool. I'm going to consider that everyone is innocent until they do something to make me feel like they're not, right? And I know a lot of people with trauma, a lot of the unhealthier INFJs, they have a tendency to do this, this guilty until proven innocent, and they're never going to be innocent kind of thing. And I noticed that in the emails or messages they send me, you know, the world sucks, everyone sucks, I've been through so much, everyone has caused me so much trauma, I am the victim here. And then they play the victim role really well for the rest of their lives, right? Now, I'm not saying that they did not have a tough life. Everyone does have a tough life. Everyone's been through shit, not just you. And so some people kind of go through shit and they learn from it and then they open themselves up again. And some other people go through shit and then they close themselves off and then are bitter about the world for the rest of their life. 
right? And I know both of those kinds of people are on in this community. I can see you guys when you message me or comment. And so you know who you are, right? And so you know if this is the way you want to live the rest of your life, awesome. You know, that's fine. That's a choice you're making. Cool. That's fine if you want to be closed off. Perfect. You know, you've made that conscious choice and it's okay. But if you want to be like, all right, you know, I want to open myself up a little bit and I want to have new experiences in my life, new people. I want to not just be this person who is always hiding from the world. If that is something that you're interested in, then I do recommend that you go further and listen to this video a couple of times and then follow some of the things that I'm talking about. Now, it obviously just has to do with just realizing that you're doing this and then opening yourself up. A little bit more than you did before. That is exactly the best step you can do, the easiest step you can take. You don't have to do much more than that. It doesn't require much more trauma or, or you know, journaling or reflection. All you do the next time around when you're around people or situations is you open yourself up. Instead of closing yourself off, you open yourself up. And then again and again and again and again and again until you think that it's time for you to close yourself off again and then you do. But you don't stay closed off for the rest of eternity. You close yourself off in moments of need and then you open yourself up again, right? And that's how it goes. It's a cycle of opening and closing like a flower, opening and closing, opening and closing uh, according to the day, according to like, you know, the sunflowers, they move towards the sun um, and they, you know, they open and close according to the sun. And so, and there's some leaves as well, I think mimosa, where they're closed off at night and then they open up as soon as the sun comes up. So things like that, you know when you should be open and you know when you should be closed and you follow that accordingly. You're a smart individual, you're an energetic person, you're empath, so you know how to do this. Just follow the cues, follow your gut, all right? Again, I hope this makes sense to you guys. If you guys had any questions about this or about anything else, please message me anytime. And if you guys want to ask me questions, email is the only way. I'm not going to answer questions on Facebook or Instagram anymore. If you want to ask me questions, my email address is in the description below. So email me. And again, if you guys are interested in supporting me, you can support me through Patreon. That link is in the description below as well. Again, thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 